Hello and welcome to episode 514 of the Leak House Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Thinking Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockhards. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? And Colton Blue Baskets away. Welcome to Leak Cast. Yo, yo, yo. It's Christmas time in the city. Um, yeah, on this uh, episode of Leak Cast, our Christmas episode, we've got a couple new patrons, a little bit of Leak Cast news, a, the tiniest patch I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, we've got the Manscaped sponsorship. Uh, we've got, ooh, a little bit of five stories news, but not quite <laughs> a review. Um, so you can leave us there and then we'll close it out with a uh, round table and mail fight. Uh, but first Aiden, how was your week? Good. I'm almost fully moved in. Uh, the new place is fucking gas. It's really fun. Uh, moving still sucks a wiener, but, um, I'm happy that I'm pretty well past that point now. So <laughs> Uh, it's good. I, I'm I'm really happy. I haven't played much league. I was craving playing league last night. I I just kept. I had a couple people online like playing games, and I kept going, "Hey, you playing another?" And they'd go, "No," <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, you playing another?" And I've never been that type of person to like. Yeah. Like I just don't play with random people, but mm-hmm. I, I was craving it, and I no one fucking satisfied my needs, so I just went to bed. Uh, Unsatisfied. Yeah. Oh, that's oh man. Sad. Um, that's. That's big sad. That's yeah. tragic. We do have one, like, I guess one fun thing that we did this week that I, I guess we can talk about after our individual weeks that we all did last night. That was yeah, like, sure. a lot of fun because I, I guess we kind of all got each other in a way anyway. So, uh, but we can talk about that after. But yeah, no real league. <laughs> I'm hoping to play more this week, though. Um, what about you, Colton? Yeah. Um, so I've been playing a lot of TFT, um, encroaching up on Diamond in that. Ooh. So hopefully, I mean, I'm going to be gone for the holidays kind of the next week after this but maybe you know in between christmas and new year's i might be able to coast in a diamond and then hopefully uh i think i'm gonna try to to grab masters again because like on the sets i played a lot of and liked i was able to so i'm, I'm gonna try and do that again we'll see how it goes um, but aside from that, it's been just really busy at work and getting ready for Christmas. Um, you can see probably like one present behind me, but there's a bunch of wrapped up presents. So <laughs> Rachel and I are doing our little Christmas tonight because we fly out tomorrow. Oh, I see. And we don't want to bring all of that on the plane for, you huh. know. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much my whole week so i'll hand it over to you nick what yo you uh so i've played a little bit of league i don't i don't think too much uh i think mostly arams if i've played league uh i've played a little a lot more of the um uh ruined king game it's boy that game's a lot easier uh and a lot more <laughs> enjoyable when you actually get party members and you don't lose every single fight on site like <laughs> actually pretty good the combat is like really really fun it's turn-based but it's also like a um i don't know like a perpetual turn thing where you like where your you, the speed of your action determines the turn order uh it's it's really cool i uh-huh. like it a lot um pretty excited to i wish there were more characters uh i'm pretty early into it but i think the full list has been out for a while um but i, I don't know It's it's been pretty cool so far um i think other than that that's pretty much it um so oh i guess savannah and i started watching jojo uh (laughs) part six Mm -hmm. uh a little bit i think we usually watch like a part at a time so like if it's a grouping of episodes we'll watch it but Mm -hmm. usually it's just like one episode at a time um but it's been pretty good it's it's been really interesting i one thing that i would really like to like 
express my appreciation for. I really appreciate that some parts in JoJo are not like world-ending threats. You know, it's it's not like holy shit, we have to save the world from from Dio. Some of it's just like, well, we gotta find this murderer in this town. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> Uh, which I, uh, I I can appreciate. I, I like that a lot. It's um, mm-hmm. it definitely makes a like power scaling not to be that big of an issue. Where like yeah, it it really really helps with that if the villain isn't always amplifying and the heroes have belongs. to match that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like well, okay, now now every single story needs to be a global or or bigger threat. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it, then you can have someone uh, I I don't know who fucking creates dishes for people <laughs> like, <laughs> it's uh I, I don't know i i appreciate that a bunch um so uh yeah i think that's it for my week i think that's it so let's get into uh let's get into the show we've got two new patrons this week shout out to alex b and ty b wow a couple uh brothers maybe related <laughs> i wish thank you for your uh <laughs> thank you for your support we appreciate it <laughs> Uh, yeah, before we move on, do we want to talk about our, our shared week experience? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about our that. Sorry. Secret Santa exchange. Yeah, I set up a little Secret Santa for uh, us and our friends. Uh, There's 12 people total participating, uh, and it was a bit of a nightmare to <laughs> organize because three of us live in Canada and the other nine live in the States, so therefore shipping shit over the borders. Uh especially mm-hmm. if it's food which we'll get to in a minute uh, <laughs> apparently takes a long yeah. time um but we did it last night and it was actually like a ton of fun we actually kind of all got each other in a way um so it's kind of related to the podcast so we can kind of talk about that for a bit um because i got nick i gave nick a gift mm-hmm. nick gave uh kennedy a gift um colton gave me a gift so i i guess that's how it like ties in um yeah so, uh, and colton colton got a gift from trevor so he got like a, a league related thing too but um mm-hmm. I personally think I got the coolest thing out of you three. Uh, Colton was, <laughs> I'm a little peanut butter boy. I love yeah, peanut no butter shot, so much. By the way. <laughs> um, and Colton got me a shitload of like gourmet peanut butters. Uh, <laughs> like I'll post a picture in our discord like, or something of it, but um, gourmet flavored like, peanut butters too. Yeah. They're like uh, s'mores flavored. There's like a bunch of different ones that are like um, pretzels and stuff like that. Blueberry chocolate. Blueberry, yeah. yeah. Chocolate pretzel. Yeah. I had one. You got all sorts of nuts in your mouth, dude. I had this, I had the little mini s'mores one, like uh, part of it on toast lot or I guess it was toast this morning and it was really, really good. Only problem was with the, the, mar- the s'mores one is there's just two marshmallows in it. Just two individual baby marshmallows. So what? I started spreading it, um, and I'm like, oh, there's a marshmallow. So it's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'm trying to have like what? a breakfasty thing. Obviously, they're like a little more sweet than typical peanut butter. Peanut butter is pretty sweet yeah. in general. Um, but <laughs> there's just a fucking marshmallow. There's a little marshmallow sneaks out. Yeah. That's so funny. It was really good. There was graham cracker, marshmallow, and um, chocolate and peanut butter. It was so fucking mm-hmm. good, though. Hmm. But uh, I'll keep people updated on my uh, journey through the peanut butter uh, gauntlet. But it was, it was a lot of yeah. fun. Uh, what do you get, Colton? Um, I got. I actually have them right here at my desk. So for those of you watching the stream, uh, I got this little surprise party Amumu figure. Um, He's so pretty cute. One of the gifts that Trevor got me, and then the other one is the fucking uh, Corgi Corky statue, which is like probably four or five inches. Really nice. I've got a bunch of the little figurines that um riot puts out so. their statues are so much better than they used to be they used to just be like Honestly. character on on platform or whatever but now yeah. they're like yeah. crazy like that yeah, they're really cool. one is sick uh, yeah i mean some of a lot of them still are on 
like platform because that's like a tier down mm-hmm. but okay yeah um yeah I'm, I'm really hype it's uh love love corgis love corky he's super op right now it all it all aligned yeah. so uh and that's what i got and i'm very happy with it nick what did uh what so your secret Santa i received a, a gift from aiden probably one of the coolest gifts i've ever received uh i got i'll show it to the stream uh i got hardback uh hardcover copies of part two of jojo which is my favorite uh anime part uh super sick they're very cool i was um i was reading some of it last night and there are like so whenever I guess the show goes to intermission, mm-hmm. I think it's an intermission in the actual story. And there's like, oh. art there. <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's really cool. There was a really cool one of uh, Joseph on a motorcycle. So, <laughs> but it's I've, so uh, yeah, it's super cool. I, if I could find it real quick, I, I would show you guys, but I don't know if I I'd be able to, uh, Oh, hang on. I might've opened. Yeah. This is the one I was looking at too. <laughs> if you guys can see it on stream. Wait, that's actually so sick. That's like a I full know, like so nice. cool. Yeah, it's a full like two page spread. It's it's awesome. Um so yeah, very cool. I uh I appreciate it a bunch. Um definitely one of the coolest gifts I've received, like I said. Uh was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about that? That was kind of all it. Um it, yeah. the, it, it one thing I did want to mention when I got Aiden, one of the first things I thought was I was gonna get him uh Land of the Lustrous on a hardcover as well. Yeah. And then I was like, I was checking with Kennedy. I'm like, he's probably already got that, right? He's got that. That's funny. And she, and she confirmed. Awesome. Yeah, I think that that's... Yeah, I have them all here. <laughs> there we go. Uh, do you want to get into lead cast news? Anything uh, Anything big happening? Um, Nothing too crazy. Um, The only thing is, is Nick and I are going to record the Patreon episode probably sometime this week, and it'll go up... Um before christmas because we need to get that done before christmas yeah. um but be prepared for that we're also going to do a small little episode i think that's going to go up um on the 28th um it's going to be like a half an hour little show it's going to be like a little mini show because it's between christmas and new year's and we're all kind of busy and stuff but we'll figure out a time to record that it'll kind of be more like what's lead cast in 2022 gonna look like so mm-hmm. uh, we'll record mm-hmm. that as well sometime but that's all the news you guys are lucky because previously we'd have just skipped a week so it's better than nothing yeah for sure <laughs> but it'll be fun it'll be fun to uh to talk about it um awesome so let's get into the the new news the rising news the samurising news i don't know which one it is but hey that's it um we've got a new patch patch 1125b i guess new patches is, is kind of overselling it it's a micro patch um <clears throat> there are some very small changes i think the only uh huge ones that <clears throat> we'll go over is uh I think Gwen's HP, base HP going up by 40 is pretty big. Uh, I think that's a pretty big change in terms of like her level one power. Uh, yeah, and then she's I think like the... super weak at low elo. We talked about that like, like yeah. last week. We had an email about it and I actually kind of like said, no, the game shouldn't be balanced or a low elo, but uh, here we are. So, <laughs> Well, I think, um, I think the character is like really, really hard to um, like auto space on properly. And that's definitely the best way to play the character. Yeah, like, and I was also wrong because I, I watched Freak's rundown of this, and um, I, I said last week that I think she's like really, really strong because she's a good lethal tempo user, and mm-hmm. she's like lethal tempo Gwen's a little bit harder to pilot. But um, Freak obviously does numbers for like number crunches, everything, mm-hmm. and Conquer is just statistically a better keystone on her, like hands down. So yeah, I think it. I think it just adds in with the passive healing, the Riftmaker healing, and Conquer healing just so much. Um, yeah. especially with uh r3 um i think that's like 
actually disgusting amounts of healing. Mm-hmm. But it's uh it's interesting, definitely. Plus just the flat like stats of the adaptive force. Yeah, the the damage right? stats are really nice as well, yeah. Ooh, the only other thing that came out of this patch is the Kaisa changes. So they, they I think made the Kaisa her... changes are big, yeah. Yeah, they made her W evolved cooldown refund uh seventy percent now up to seventy seven percent, meaning uh late game, this is like a two second nuke now. Uh, yeah. it, it's actually fucking gross. Uh, the more ability haste you get, like it, it's it's insane. Freak once again, I I always recommend watching Freak's sub rundowns because he does breakpoints for the changes and stuff like that. Um, it's one of those things that like at at uh certain ability haste, it's like every four every four Ws you're getting off a another one, and then like by late game, it's like every second W that you normally Jesus. use, you're getting off an extra one with this change. So that's like the huge change. Uh, AP Kaisa is like really strong right now with um mm-hmm. Crown, Crown as her like yeah. core item, yeah. Yep. Would recommend. You should just do the uh, you should do the quirky build on Kaisa. I unironically think it's probably good. It would mm-hmm. probably work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the only thing is like maybe not Void Staff, uh, just because she doesn't have the um, conversions yeah. that Quirky does. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, everything else would be good on her. <laughs> I'm I'm a little worried that they're buffing pa- Kaisa passive, Kaisa, Kaisa Q, Kaisa W. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. that's a lot of for for a micro patch like this. It is a a lot of uh, changes. She was the best AD carry in the game for a very long time, and I would not be surprised if she went back there real soon. Yeah. Um. They also did some changes. Looks like Tavares making his attack speed on hit build a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Um. The attack speed from his passive lasts longer. The on hit damage from his W went up. The, the damage ratio for when you proc those marks went up a little bit. AP virus is a little bit better. Yeah, right. It's, it's a little bit better. It's I don't think it's going to be huge, but... Yeah. The only other thing I'd like to mention is the Cassidy change. I love this. Cassidy being OP and then them nerfing a core part of his kit makes me so happy. Because the, the thing I hate the most about Cassidy is that AP matchups are so much more unplayable than AD matchups. Yeah. Um, and this just makes it better. Going from fifteen percent passive magic uh, damage reduction to ten is is I, I don't know. I feel like he shouldn't just be infinitely better versus mages. <laughs> he's yeah, not an anti mage anymore, right? Like he's not. That's not his kid anymore. He doesn't steal mana. Like no, yeah, he's he's you know just a burst mage like a lot mm-hmm. of other characters. And I I do you know long for character archetypes like that where okay I'm gonna counter your AP threat with you know an AP scaling you know high damage mage shut him down early game or or lose um but you know it's hard to it's hard to want to play that i guess if it's really really bad into like lucian zed talon things like that and just really good into everything ap um but i i do think it's it was like a lot cooler when we got characters who fulfilled specific roles like old vigar who could probably one hit high ap characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) with just his ulti uh was like a really good example of this where the character's probably healthier overall in his current state where it's just like an execute mm-hmm. but because now he can one hit anybody when he's <laughs> but it's it's a not lot like, just not just squishy characters a lot of ap I, but i just like the idea of old vigar a lot more where like okay you're gonna have a high ap mage we're gonna have a higher ap mage Good luck. Yeah, it it just I I just feel like it, it, this is a fine change for Cassidy. Even though I do I like think so the, too. Like, archetypes yeah. or whatever, it's just that's so far removed from his kit. I bet most players didn't know he had mana reeve on his um W before. Mm-hmm. I bet most players didn't know his silence, his Q silence was like the best interrupting the entire fucking game before. Yeah. Um, 
and his I think his passive magic shield might have even been more at one point. Actually, I'm not sure, but either way, he he very much was an anti mage, and now he's this is like the last remnant of being an anti mage, and I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't really fit his character anymore. So it's fine. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Want to move on to quick gameplay thoughts? Yeah, let's do it. Um. So yeah, there was a quick gameplay thoughts. Uh, just as a real quick overview, um, the TP changes went or are, are going through, mm-hmm. went through, they, they discussed the TP changes, um, where you can't teleport to non buildings for the first 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, the cooldown is much, much longer early. Um, and then, uh, they outlined some changes to the Sterix and Maul. Uh, they want to reduce the power of Sterix while increasing the, you know, the power of Maul. So it's not just like. Oh, I pick Sterics because I need a lifeline passive this game, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah. I mean, I really it's, like. lifeline is if you're if you're melee character, you buy Sterics. If you're an you know a, a ranged character or Yasuo Yo, and you go yeah. fucking shield bow. Mm-hmm. It's it's never a choice of Maul anymore. Where I feel like it used to be much more of an option. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, because it used to be really really strong with like uh, what did you get? You got a lot of stats, and then. Spell you vamp got stats and, and you also got Omnivamp. Yeah. You got Omnivamp, yeah. yeah. For, like, until you left combat, too, so it worked on mm-hmm. Reaps, oh, which it's is, fucked, like, really strong. Right? Um, yeah, and then they highlighted a mini rework to Janna and Ari, uh, smaller than Tom Kench's rework, uh, very similar to Lucian. I guess when they moved him out of uh, mid lane, primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then long-term perspective, uh, they were discussing some burst damage changes and healing uh, plus sustain from items and runes uh i think they toyed around with an idea of like yeah just minus 20 percent damage across the board like minus 20 percent healing like just kind of like everything which I is think uh, it's, yeah just just make fights last longer yeah i think it's really cool that they like at least said that because i feel like I'm, I'm very certain that riot in their like testing offices does shit like this pretty consistently like does just mm-hmm. random like shit that they try but it's really cool that they let players know about this because i mean Honestly, the idea of just remo- reducing damage by 20% overall and reducing healing and shielding by like 20% overall is crazy. But if it makes the game feel better, then fucking that's that's awesome that they're willing to like try shit like this. It pretty well mm-hmm. turned into a tanks are OP and sustains even better, even though it got yeah. nerfed. Um, but like, who knows? Maybe there's a world which they reduce damage by 10%. And this is a different type of game that we're playing next year. Yeah, it's really interesting to uh, like twenty percent is obviously a huge number, but yeah, maybe toning it down a little bit will uh, bring it in line with with where they want it to be, where everyone kind of wants mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah, and, and I think it could also potentially alleviate some of like particular issues. Like, I think one of the biggest ones, like the quirky build that's good right now, is obscene and shouldn't be in the game. Like, it's I still don't know why. It, it, it shouldn't work. Yeah. Like, it just shouldn't. Um, and not to say that reducing all characters' damage by 20% wouldn't mean that he still has way more damage than other characters, but at least then you're not going to, like, you know, one-hit a support with a big one at level 13. Yeah. Right? Where, like, you can do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that that also, you know, leads into... You know, some players would really like it because their characters like the longer extended fights, whether you're, you know, a tank player or a long range AD carry who's trying to kite it out or like a control mage, like, great, okay, fights go longer, I can do more combos, I can play a little differently, but then if you're like an assassin player, it's like, oh, great, you're reducing Mm -hmm. damage by 20%, so now when I all in, they walk out at 10% Mm -hmm. health, that's that's really fun. (laughs) 
Um, Do you imagine Tom yeah, Kench I mean, in that environment? Oh, he thrives oh. in a fucking world with yeah, that. What a yeah, fucking in a low idea. damage world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think it's good. I think it's cool <laughs> that they're like all damaged by ninety nine percent. They're giving their thoughts and they're pretty in line with I think what a lot of the player base is thinking. Like there is too much burst damage in the game. Uh, there's definitely some problems with itemization and healing and sustain, but uh, they're definitely open to change it. So we'll have to see how this goes in the next year. Hmm. It'll be really cool. Um, awesome. I think that was it for the gameplay thoughts uh, in the patch. So we'll get into our sponsor read for this week from Manscaped. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, fellas, this episode of LeanCast is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers, <laughs> Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with new product. Uh, clean yourself into the new year with their ultra-premium body wash, also, special offer alert, using the code LEADCAST will get you 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Uh, Four million men already trust Manscaped. It's time to join them. Now, if there's one thing that Christmas time makes me think of, it's smooth, shiny balls hanging on my Christmas mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a Christmas and... carol, my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deck the balls, is that yeah. it? Um, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean i we uh we've all used their uh their new lawnmower 4.0 we all got the uh body wash shampoo and conditioner stuff smells great works great uh the scents last a really long time they get you clean uh it's i mean they're all really good products we all highly recommend them and have enjoyed them for what we've used um and lucky you guys you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code leadcast at manscaped.com 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code leadcast and uh, wish your balls a happy new year you know the ball is going to drop down in times square and your balls could be also doing some things could also that be night dropping in times square Mans- <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could also drop your balls out in times square yeah. and, and everyone will say wow Look at how smooth they are. Thanks, Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, pick yourself up something nice for the new year. It'd be fun. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Your balls will thank you, as one of their uh, phrases says. Let's, uh, awesome. So let's talk about stories. Um, Aiden, I assume you wrote this note. Do you want to you yes. guide us through this? I got an email from fucking Spotify, and they're like, yo, uh, we have um, ratings now. And I'm like, oh that's cool so i immediately like looked on spotify on like my browser and i'm like okay i don't see ratings anywhere maybe i'm just stupid <laughs> uh and then i so i pulled up the i pulled up the app and some like, maybe maybe it's a mobile and i pulled it up and i didn't see ratings there either but apparently ratings exist on spotify now so if you're a spotify listener which most of our listeners are um then maybe you can figure out how to rate us on spotify i haven't figured it out yet but um yeah let's uh, see I'll, I'll maybe check, it's uh... a, maybe it's a u.s only thing and that's why i can't see it because i'm a dumb canadian I'll I'll look at the the uh, desktop app. Um, yeah, yeah, but again, yeah. If you guys can figure it out, please. Uh, yeah, rate us there. Us we'll up read some shit up with a five star review. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was confused. I, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Maybe it's coming or something like that. I just read it yeah. wrong. But uh, either way, knows, uh, mm-hmm. cool because uh, I think most of our listeners are Spotify listeners anyways. So uh, if oh, you're yeah. if you're there, maybe you can give us a little yeah. a little five starry. So that takes us all the way into roundtable, Aiden. If you before, wanna... oh, can, can I do a quick, a quick little uh, guaranteed? Only if it's mm-hmm. very funny. Uh, it's not going to be funny at all. <laughs> nope. I just for anyone who hasn't heard of this ridiculous quirky build, I would oh, like yeah. to try it um, because I, we've mentioned it several times, and I think it is very pervasive. But if you haven't seen it, 
Um, the the basic gist of it is that you're maximizing flat magic pen because Quirky's abilities all do magic damage, and then his auto attacks are seventy percent magic damage. Um, and his base damages are really really high, as well as the bonus damage you get from some of the items. So the you know you you go first strike typically is what I've seen. Um, and first item you want to rush is going to be the Mermana. Um, from there you go Tiamat into Ravenous Hydra, and that's not ever really a common item for Corky, but t turns out uh, you can just insta-clear every single wave for Infinity. And also, uh, doesn't that give Omnivamp? Does, yep, uh... it gives 12% yep. Omni Omnivamp. Yep. And Omnivamp, Omnivamp, as well as like infinite wave clear, is uh, is pretty fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, from there you go. I believe at that point is when you typically get your mythic, which is going to be Ludens. Um, you know, at some point in there, get your sorcerer shoes. You probably want them pretty I, early on because again, I think magic you, pen is fucked. I think you build uh, Merman straight into Sorg shoes because eighteen pen is like yeah. absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you generally want to get those boots, you know, right after Mermana, or depending on base timings, you can even sometimes get it before. Mm -hmm. It's just stupid good. Um, but yeah, so it's a, a Ludens is your mythic, um, and then kind of final items you want to get a Void Staff, and then I'm forgetting what the new one is. That's like does burn well, uh, damage. Death Dance, I think. Uh, Death Dance is one variant. The other one is the one where you get a bonus magic pen, depending on their health, oh. and then always full pen if they've got shields. Oh, Shadow Flame. Yeah, yeah. Because one, the the burn is is good, but also just more flat magic pen mm. is is stupid. That item fucking OP, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> the other important thing is right. We said first strike is your primary, and then you want to take ultimate hunter typically in the secondary. Uh, because then your rockets are on like a two second cooldown, if that, mm -hmm. just constantly recharging, and they do a billion fucking damage. It's, it's not okay. It's not okay. No, and and like it, it, it doesn't sound like much. I feel like the build itself really undersells exactly what you're doing, but how you play it is like, you farm until you get your Mermana Sork shoes. And then you just press your ultimate until you get a big one, and then you click on their heads, and then you it does like, you so kill much them. damage. Mm -hmm. Like it does, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Is like the thing I'm most confused about. Is like it happens, mm -hmm. and I go, that doesn't make sense. Like I look at their items, and I just try to do the math, and it just never adds up. But it, it legitimately is like mind-boggling what happens. It, it and that's why we. I think I mentioned it last week when I first talked about it. it it's like that. It's it feels almost like there's an unintended like conversion <laughs> mechanic from like ad to ap that uh -huh. that quirky's rockets are undergoing and it's just like disgustingly insane mm -hmm. yeah it, it definitely feel like i guess the only thing i can really think is compared to a standard quirky build where you normally are going to go like two attack speed items that's true that yeah don't have ad or ap in this build every single one of your items is just a chunk of ap or ad mm -hmm. and all of that funnels into damage really well but even even then, um, I mean, I guess like the bonus ten percent from first strike also helps. It, it's still like you you get to two or three items and you 
shoot just a regular rocket and do like a quarter if not a third of somebody's health and you're just like is that is that right did uh did the ad and ap ratio like multiply instead of adding yeah is that what's happening like so i mean i'm looking at it like at level six when you first get your ulti you're doing 90 well, numbers are good for podcasts so i'll be quick like 90 base damage with 75% AD, 20% AP, mm-hmm. like, which is a lot. Uh, and then big one damage is just double that. Yeah. So, I, I feel like, like it, mm-hmm. it mostly comes from the fact that Muramana is just a strong item in itself. Yeah. And the fact that Quirky yeah. converts the Muramana bonus damage to magic damage, which then gets a magic pen is so fucking easy to get this season. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. It's, it's really easy to get that magic pen. And a lot of people don't buy the magic resist. Well, magic resist so items are dog doing- shit. Yeah, so you're, you're doing almost true damage mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Um, I, I think, again, like, hopefully they make some adjustments, because like, I don't like that that's the Corky build, because I would prefer him to be an auto-attacker. Mm-hmm. I think that that's much more his role, where it's like, you still auto-attack a lot, but you're also weaving in spells, whereas this one is like, you stay you just are. at rocket range and do nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> One, I guess, pro tip for those of you who are going to try Corky um, with this, if you don't play Corky, before you pick up the package, cycle through rockets until you get the big one, because picking up the package refills all of your rockets. Oh, oh. shit. I didn't know that. Um, or if you're going to base for it, burn all of your rockets, like hard pushing the wave. Because, hmm. yeah, when you pick up the package, you go instantly to max stacks That's of so those sick. rockets. Um, so, I mean, typically what I'll be doing is just like, you know, dropping one or two to get to the big one so that that's my first. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like if you need to hard push the wave and you're like, oh man, I'm going to try and gank with this, but I don't want to be out of rockets you, you get them all back. That's really cool. I, never knew I, I do, I do think it's funny that, uh, this iteration of Corky is like reverse Caitlyn where, you're playing the character wrong if you're auto attacking and not yeah. using abilities. Whereas Caitlyn is, you're playing the character wrong if you're using abilities and not auto attacking. That's crazy. Uh, kind of funny, but huh. it's cool. Awesome. Yeah. That. So that's uh, that's the new OP quirky build that probably hopefully won't exist next month. Yeah, really. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Cool. Um, so yeah, roundtable. Aiden, what do you got for us? Yeah, so last week's question was, what is your main champion want for Christmas? From our Twitter, we got one from One Who Naps. He says, Poppy wants to meet her hero, so I'd get her a mirror. Yeah, it's funny that that's Poppy's whole lore. Is she <laughs> wants to meet her hero, and she actually is the hero. Um, yeah. But... Uh, from our Facebook, Elliot said, uh, to, bury, to bury the world in ice, which is... That's Lissandra's quote, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Alex said, for someone to climb the... Uh, click the damn lantern... Uh, and Justin said, "A world uh, uni- uh, unified under Noxus, and it's a picture of Swain attached to it." <laughs> from our uh, Discord, we got a couple. Uh, one from Butt Stuff. He says, "Yorick wants to know why he wasn't involved in any of the Rune King stuff, despite him being a monk that vowed to kill Viego after he kills Yorick's family." <laughs> yeah, Yorick's so heavily tied into that lore, and he just isn't related at all in the storyline because um, he's not an e-boy character uh and last lastly an enlarged papa said an immortal monk uh <laughs> but uh anyways this week's uh, roundtable question is runterra has a new hit tv show that everyone loves what is it and uh, what is it about and who's starring in it and this is submitted by seth uh almost like a year ago i think but uh we've just had so many roundtable questions so we haven't gotten to oh, it till dang. now yeah that's a and i feel like that's very similar to one we've asked recently so i think we should mm-hmm. change our answers because I, I remember mine being uh, Diana and Leona. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I think what you're talking about, Nick, oh. is like what series would you oh, want one to see in. about the League I see. Yeah. Yeah, so this is like, what would Diana and Leona be sitting on the couch watching Cheetos see. watching? Uh, I'm going to yeah. take Aiden's answer. I'm going to say a Tom Kinch cooking show. That's actually, it is fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine's the classic of uh, Everyone Loves Draven. Draven. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an American sitcom, you know, or a Runeterran sitcom, but... Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is. <laughs> um, I feel like I kind of want. Uh, I-, I want like the Crocodile Hunter, but it's just set, and it's it's basically the same show where he's just like out wrangling animals, but then he just like choke slams a crocodile because <laughs> yeah. he can. What about the Crocodile Hunter? But it's Renekton hunting. <laughs> uh Renekton can be Seth's sidekick and he has like a little hat and a notebook. I want him to be like really disgusted every time Seth does anything to her to like yeah. alligator or crocodile. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Hate the watcher. Hell, bro? Yeah. That's my third cousin. Hate assistant. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, hell yeah. So if you want to tell us uh what show you uh think would be great in runeterra and who stars in it and what's it about you can hit us up on our facebook page at leadcast our twitter at leadcast send us an email at uh mail at leadcastpodcast.com or come into our discord and post in our roundtable section that's leadcast uh sorry discord.gg slash leadcast eh cool all right, uh, let's jump into mail fight. Our first email is from your friendly neighborhood crab god. Hey guys, it's me again. Wanted to share some great news. Since last time I emailed, I went hard on Urgot with the splash of Mundo and managed to hit Masters. It was a bit of a struggle, uh, but very satisfying. Running Chemtech and Twin Shot has been fun. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, oh, this is... Yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely talking about CFT. I see. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I thought it was uh, League for sure. Um... Also, Ergot used to tell you exactly what he wanted for Christmas before his rework, a good pair of legs. So for a present, I would like to get him a full set of Camille's legs. (laughs) He even mentioned how much he likes them in a quote. By the way, I... (laughs) I played Sejuani on an ARM this week, and there's a shopkeeper quote where he says, lucky boar. <laughs> like, what? I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I hate knowing that. Uh, and anyway. Said, and lastly, I have a suggestion for a best of three style tournament where all the champions banned and picked in round one are automatically banned in round two. And if it ends in a tie, then you have all 40 champs banned for round three. Wow. Uh, this should lead to some interesting team comps with more unorthodox choices by the end of the set. Hopefully some of the unloved champs, uh, get to make an appearance. Thanks for the great content guys. Always a fun listen on the drives to and from work. PS, what do you guys think will happen to Udyr's ultimate skin when he gets his rework? Uh, will it get fully remade to match the new look? Does his rework mean there will be no new ultimate skin coming out anytime soon? Your friendly neighborhood crab got, uh, yeah, probably not a, like a, a new Udyr ultimate skin. Uh, unless you meant like in general, which like maybe I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I mean I think that they're pretty committed to do like an ultimate skin every one to two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one every um, year. I don't know if we got one this yeah, year. Yeah, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, like they'll they'll probably do some adjustments to Spirit Guard Udir, but I wouldn't imagine massive changes because it it's a really good it skin. It still is. Yeah a really good skin um that being said i think uh well one congrats on masters in tft yeah, awesome. hopefully i'll uh yeah, see you there soon i've also i've also been spamming uh twin shot or got hmm. 
Um, it's a it's a really good comp, and for this tournament style, I really like it. I, I really like. I want to go one one step further, and I don't know if this is well. No, it would be possible. Uh, I want to see like champions like just banned. Like the winning team can't pick the champions that they've played this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would leave enough champions up for a full like uh, a tournament to continue. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think that would be really cool if uh, like uh, okay, the team that won can't like this champion's out of the pool now. Yeah. So like, the I, closest thing mm-hmm. I've run was uh, I ran that five v five tournament, which was an ARAM tournament, uh, n- mm-hmm. not random, but uh, you had a pool of characters that you could pick from sort of thing. The only issue with yeah. running that is that if you're running it with the community, then there are tons of players who don't have everything unlocked. So like, oh, that's the true. only issue with stuff like that in theory, in a perfect world where you have a custom game where you should just yeah. be able to pick whatever the fuck you want because it's a custom game. Then mm-hmm. yeah, this works fantastic. I'm just like, that's the only reason why I wouldn't run it with our communities. Cause when I ran that tournament, I purposely made it so that half the characters in their pool that you could pick from were always free to play characters because mm. I just want people to like not feel like they're even more limited just because they didn't spend so much time on the mm-hmm. game and stuff. But yeah, I, I love the sense. I love yeah. the concept. The concept's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that this would be a such a fun one. Like obviously it wouldn't be good for competitive integrity, but it'd be such a fun format to watch like a professional tor- tournament mm-hmm. at. Um, I think also one way you could go about it is like in the course of a series you can only pick or ban a character once. Mm-hmm. So it's like I get one game on OP character and I get to ban that character one mm-hmm. game. I So the the very best tournament format I've ever seen, um, the, it wasn't like a serious one, uh, but there is a a like yearly like fun amateur tournament called the uh, Midas Mode in Dota where each team starts out with like a certain amount of money um each like hero pick costs a certain amount of money based on their win rate so high win rate characters cost the most amount of money um and then you can do specific challenges in the game to gain money as well so one of them could be like uh like take baron within one minute of it spawning and that would be like okay well that you know of the 1000 gold that you're able to to carry to buy champions you know you've you've gained an additional 200 to to recoup the cost uh and then you 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 know you win gold for winning you you lose gold for losing um it it was just a really fun tournament to see like okay where do you spend money how do you spend it like do you do you do it on op like carry heroes Uh, the the meta turned out to be like you you buy op support heroes and then carry is just kind of like interchangeable um but it was that was more like a like a long-term tournament and not something that you could just do on an on an afternoon yeah that's cool so Mm -hmm. awesome thank you crab got next email is from lord of sunlight he says dear lead cast lord of sunlight here done with another semester of law school and my last two brain cells are fighting over the yo-yo that is my cognizant thoughts like two hyenas fighting over a down gazelle want to say how much i appreciate this show and the joy it brings all of us listeners to speak frankly i must admit that i don't think there has ever been a lead cast question with as much <laughs> gravity as the query of which champion could sit in all of our house's chairs the fastest not a house our specific homes because mm-hmm. it's very different mm-hmm. right if it's just like if you happen to live in a little shack with only one chair it's a, it's a bit of a different question mm-hmm. you know 
Or if you live in like the Buckingham Palace and you gotta do like a two thousand chair <laughs> speed run. Uh, anyway, uh, you sent me to the books on this one, and I believe the legally correct answer <laughs> is Zed. He can, at his leisure, set up a shadow in front of each chair in the house. Assuming a squat position, then he takes the place of each shadow instantaneously. No need for a single entity teleportation mm. or dual character route maximization, only a single instantaneous transfer of physical presence. Furthermore, I was thinking of the gifts uh, for each of your mains, and I thought it'd be fun to say what I think they would actually want versus what they would ask for. Uh, for Tom Kench, I think he would ask for a new hat, but would rather actually just eat the person asking him <laughs> what he wanted for Christmas. Uh, I think Leona would ask for a vitamin D lamp to get some rays during the gloomier months, but would actually want a pool party Diana skin out of the uh, finally, I think Corky would ask for some very specific part of his flying machine for his flying machine, but would rather actually have just one more night with his boys back on January twentieth, nineteen sixty-eight, the night before the Battle of Kishan in Western Vietnam. <laughs> As always, thank you for the great podcast and for being so adamant in reading fan emails. Your humble servant, Lord of That's Sunlight. Such a good email. I feel like I yeah. feel like. Uh, Lord of Sunlight, uh, Ryan, in case you guys weren't so casually acquainted with him, uh, has been in law school for a very long time. Turned out law school's long, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know how long kinda, law school is, tough. but I, it's been a while. It's been a yeah. while. Hopefully, he'll be done soon. I, I do yeah. think... I, I, sorry, God. You go ahead. I was just going to say, the Zed answer for the chair question is good. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it's instantaneous. and We, we have no canon understanding of how many shadows yeah so that's the thing is like how, we we know he can at least do three right mm -hmm. at, at the very least yeah um but i don't i don't know if we're operating under like a cooldown system or any sort of resource management um anything like that so i i think it's a good answer i i think it depends on if he's allowed setup time or not yeah because if so then you know obviously it'd be pretty strong but if not then i yeah, think but he's I, just I, I feel like characters if you get setup time, I feel like that's it's kind of disingenuous to the question because yeah. then like you could just move all the chairs into one room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm just setting up. I Either way, that, a strong contender. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, Aiden. a strong contender. I do yeah. think this is a question that like one of you fucks should put on Reddit at a, the right time of the oh, day. Oh, absolutely. And it's easily a front page garbage fucking meme thing that like does well. Uh, <laughs> I will update it if I ever see it. But um, I, I do think this is like a great like Reddit thing. Dude, I fucking love the circle jerk Reddit. Like the when you meme on someone, like there's a, a post on the front page that's like a someone being serious, but it's obviously just stupid. Like it was, um, it's not actually the worst opinion, but it was like shield bow should only be able to be built on range characters or whatever, right? And then, which is, it's, it's an all right opinion, sure, whatever. I don't think that's purpose, personally what should go, uh, happen in the game. But then there was uh, immediate posts, Im immediately a uh, front page post of, I think Shieldbow should only be able to be built on enchanters, right? And then <laughs> the next day there was a post on the front page that was, I think Shieldbow should only be able to be built on Trundle. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I love shit like that so much. I love but, too. Uh, yeah, the rabbit holes. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Lord of Sunlight. Next email is from Elliot. It is Elliot, and it's been a while since I sent an email. I have a major complaint about this shit show of a fucking podcast. You never read my fucking roundtable answers. 
When you asked about a new elemental drake, I had a whole thing about a frost drake, and you passed up that gem of information. Okay, I got that out of my system now. Honestly, I really don't care. Just felt like being funny. I think you guys do a fantastic job with the podcast. P.S. I won't bug you about Hunter x Hunter anymore, but I have been enjoying that time I got reincarnated as a slime in the Seven Deadly Sins. Sincerely, not that mad, Elliot. I purposely included your answer this week, Elliot, <laughs> to show you wrong. Hey, we did it. I, this I thought you wrong, purposely though. excluded. No, him I, I, I put him in there. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a. I mean, we we made sure that happened, but uh, mm-hmm. hey, sometimes hey, sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles, you know. Yeah, we have so many have good answers. Have you guys uh, watched any of those shows? Because I've watched no. uh, Slime and Seven Deadly Sins, but I've not watched Hunter Hunter. No, I have not. Oh, dude, Slime is so good. You guys should both watch that. Time. What yeah. kind of show is, is that? Isekai. Um, it's yeah, it's an isekai. Okay. Um, so it's I mean it's it, it does a lot of isekai stuff, but it's it's. I heard it's pretty good. good yeah. Yeah. Um. So thank you again, Elliot, and on to the next email from the one and only Harry Spanker. You know, if he if he got manscaped, he wouldn't have to be so hairy. He'd be spanker. Smooth spanker. Oh. Smooth spanker. Yeah, he'd be a nice smooth <laughs> spanker. Hello, rightful owners of Riot Games. That's right, it's me, Mr. Trindamir himself. Uh, I write to you today from the solitude of my League of Legends themed masturbatorium. As Christmas time nears, I'd like to wish you all a happy Christmas time. I'm a fairly new listener and patron and just want to let you know how awesome the show is. Your friendship really comes through my headphones, if you know what I mean. Uh, I spend an odd, got, an ungodly amount of time in my League of Legends-themed masturbatorium, and the three of you really feel like you're right there with me. Let's throw in a question to improve the girth of my email. What are some of your favorite League of Legends memories with friends? I know it's a super broad question, uh, so you can tell me to beat off if you don't feel like answering. Wishing you the happiest of Christmas times, Harry Spanker. Huh. I, I got this one easy. This one's like super easy for me to answer. I probably talked about it on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. so I, I think Nick's the person who plays the most random rotating game modes or whatever currently. Yeah. I think you play it like a lot, Um, but it didn't always used to be that way. The first time Earth came out, I was in uh, university and it came out like just randomly one night it was just on live and it's like what the fuck is this it's so fun i played it from the time i got home from classes which was like four until like 10 a.m the next day non-stop wow. with uh, like 4 p.m uh, right yeah 4 p.m till 10 a.m uh <laughs> with um trevor and uh, our friend pat and we just played just non-stop for that many hours and dude it was so much fun the entire fucking time because it's just so new right like earth the very first time ever Mm -hmm. no one knows what's meta everyone's just goofing around it it was so fucking crazy you played a lot of uh um gragas then if i'm not mistaken yeah i pull there's definitely like a period of probably like eight hours that day night where (laughs) it was just playing gragas that's funny (laughs) yeah um, I, I'm certain that both of these memories are things I've talked about on the show at some point or another, but I think that they go back and are probably two of my most like formative league experiences. Well, I guess I, one of them is more of just like a one-off that stuck with me. Um, and I know I've got a screenshot of it somewhere, but it was back in the day, like I was playing with a bunch of buddies and we decided to do a troll team comp of all supports. <laughs> I know this one. All running teleport and fortify. Mm-hmm. And then we just happened to queue into a full five man all running, <laughs> I think it was teleport rally. And they were all like, 
tanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, we we're just like, what the fuck? Like what? 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 <laughs> how did this happen? That's it is so crazy funny. how coincidences like that do happen. Like it's just mm-hmm. like the chance. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember the very first, like the very first day I was at university, like same time that I played Earth. Um, I literally move in the day of to my dorm. And we had a fives team that we used to play with the, cla- uh, what was it called? Clap? No, duck formation. Duck um, formation. Yeah, we played on duck formation. <laughs> we, we're duck like, formation. oh, let's queue up for some ranked fives, right? With duck formation. And literally first game, we play against my university's esports team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are the fucking chances? I move in that day mm-hmm. and we play against them. And it, it's just insane. Oh, to, to jump into a matchmaking thing separately before <laughs> I get into my longer answer. The other day I was playing Legends of Runeterra in the morning and I queued up and I got matched against the same guy five games in a row mm-hmm. where turn one I played Otterpus and he immediately surrendered five <laughs> games in a row. Wow. Like every single game he had first turn, did nothing. I played Otterpus, he surrendered. Queue up again, same thing. It was, oh. I guess he really didn't want to play against that. <laughs> That's so sad. Or he was doing like a number of games. Uh, I think mine is uh, maybe not one specific memory, but a um, like a, a, a sort of an era when you know we mm-hmm. early early in league cast history when I think Aiden and I were both listeners. Colton, I think maybe was around, but only like tangentially because Warren was around. I I existed in the team speak, but I didn't interact. Yeah, you sat in <laughs> the greater Lancaster universe. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was playing solo queue when like three people would be just hanging out in the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we'd play some some uh, some fun like custom games, which was a good time. I think there's a video of the very first game that I played with mm-hmm. uh, Aiden and and uh, Chris, which was the the hot you know draw at the time. Where I think I played Jungle Soraka, yeah, and uh, level two ganked bot lane, and uh, got a ended up getting a double kill. This is when Soraka actually dealt a little bit of damage, but yeah, you guys like, should watch that video. Uh, it's yeah. titled Maximum Bot Lane Chemistry, and I'm playing Draven. Nick's playing fucking Jungle Soraka in that mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah, it was a very <laughs> eight years very ago. good time. Yeah, it it'll, it it's a good showcase of how like fucking dog shit the game used to look. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Um, how dog shit we used to be at it. True. Well, thanks, Spanker. Just kidding. I'm still shit. No, I didn't. I didn't get to answer my real answer. Oh, I thought. I thought each of your two answers were the real answers. Sorry. No, that was just one example. It was anyway. <laughs> um, right, go ahead. My my real one is kind of similar to Aiden, where it was. Uh, I think season two, where I was just like one night playing threes for the hell of it. And I got matched up with a duo of two people and they were like, hey, join our Skype call. And I was just like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, And so I joined their Skype call and we all were just like having a great time. And I think we continued to play, I think when the Skype call ended, it was over 50 hours before like we stopped playing. Like literally it was over 50 hours. You played for two straight days? Yeah, like with small gaps, to eat and such Jesus but Christ. it was it was obscene like it <laughs> i i have no idea exactly like what it was at that point and i doubt there's a record where i could verify it but like it, it might not have been 50 but it was absolutely over 30 wow. yeah it's crazy <laughs> um and so you just the three of us just game after game after game after game of threes um and it was it was a great fucking time. Hmm. 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all for that email. Thanks, Harry Spanker, and on to the next one. Oh, from did I read this? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought it was your turn to read. Um, next email is from Madden Mox. Uh, they say, hello, Leecast friends. Uh, hey guys, Matt and Mox here back at it again with another email. Uh, so I have no news to update on my quest to become, become a top 50 thresh player in the world, unfortunately, but I would like to answer the, answer the round table question. I think thresh would like to have Senna back in his lantern. If you're listening to the center or Lucian, I'm coming for you. Also, I would like to give an update about my email <laughs> from last week, uh, where I asked, how do I help my girlfriend get over ranked anxiety? Colton said, if she hits diamond, get her a diamond. Girls like shiny things. So I jokingly told her that, and she responded with, uh, that's that's what it's taken this entire time? Deal. Uh, we've been together <laughs> since uh, sophomore year of high school, and both are t- now 23. Uh, and now she has spent multiple hours a day in practice tool learning other champions. I plan on popping the question soon anyways, so it's not a big deal. Also, I told Colton that I'm going to haunt his diamond promo series as a payback. Watch out, buddy. Sorry for another book uh, in sending in my email on Monday as usual. With all the love in the world, Madden Mox. That's really Congratulations. sweet. Congratulations. <laughs> That's really yeah, awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I'm legally uh, required to be at your wedding now mm-hmm. because of that. So I expect my save to date the date in the mail very soon. Um, if you ask me to officiate, I'll consider it. <laughs> then- <laughs> uh, but not if you not if you gatekeep my promos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then I'll be a really shitty wedding guest. That's so funny. I'll still come, but I'm going to ruin it. So funny. <laughs> Give an awkward speech. Awesome. Thanks, Mac. Mox. I almost called him Max. Yeah. And good luck to uh, future fiance Mox. Mm-hmm. Maybe. In her rank climb. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> She's going to say, I'm Diamond now. I don't need yeah. him anymore. <laughs> My eyes have been opened. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to make it to Master and say, if you want to stay with me, you got to step it up. <laughs> Uh, next email from Camille. Uh, hello, Leadcast. After a year, I finally caught up with current episodes. Since I enjoyed TFT lately a lot more than normal league, uh, and somehow hit masters, wow. I was thinking about a fun game mode where champions you pick for Summoner's Rift would have traits like in TFT and gained bonuses from them. Uh, there'd be a giant little legend in each base, and you'd fight for augments instead of drakes and baron and herald. What do you think? Uh, link to this email is not that horrible, but sorry. Anyway, best of luck from Slovakia. That's really cool. I, um, I remember the good old yeah. days where every fucking week we'd have an email saying, what if water characters did more damage to fire characters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hear me out. League, but Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't nice. know if that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think that this could be a really interesting game mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would probably have to be a more limited scope of characters where maybe they pick like 30 or 40 and it's like, okay, you can build team comps with certain synergies, but I, I think it would be more of like, you know, you could put in different unique items or right, like, yeah, like they're saying with the dragons and barons, make it like different augments, like... There's a lot you could do with that that concept. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, also, apparently, like another Masters TFT player, we just have some fucking Smurfs in our yeah. Our, what the hell? Our listener base. Yeah. Well, hey, if you if you if you listen to any TFT streamer, they'll just tell you like all you need to do to hit Masters in TFT is plug in your keyboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tell you that about League Two. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you that about League Two because they don't realize how uh match-made games work but yeah (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, thanks again for the email, Camille. And hey, congrats on, on Thank that. you. Uh, our next email is from Hey Fellas. I'll get. I'm sorry. <laughs> our next email <laughs> is from, is hey from fellas. Doc. Hey Fellas, I'll get straight to it. My favorite moment on this podcast was when Aiden spent uh, 20 minutes ranting about how Udyr was the worst character in the game. Seriously, I could listen to that banter a hundred times and would never cease to amuse. I also feel like Aiden got a lot of flack for that episode and as a result tried to be less controversial in following episodes. But every good show needs a villain and if it's going to be anyone, I think Aiden is the man for the job. I would say friendly banter and presenting all sides fairly is the strength of the chemistry you all provide, but having a segment where one of you picks an over-the-top opinion and tries to argue for it at any cost is something I would love to listen to. Though I admit uh, I don't have a clever pun for the title all laid out for you other than the obvious master debater. Uh, Well, if you're going to suggest something, it has to have a champion-related pun. <laughs> on yeah. to, uh, okay, on to something more serious. I've played League since Season 3. I peaked at Plat for a couple seasons, but now I'm happy with climbing to Gold and playing Normals with friends. For me, playing the game is more about having fun by playing with longtime friends and playing champions I enjoy rather than climbing. I think what I really love the most uh, is outplaying younger players by outscaling or using good macro slash communication rather than winning by, uh, them by winning lane or by having better mechanics. Here is the two. Here are the two problems I run into. I would, in theory, like to get back to plat, but I don't want to play alone. Whenever I do, it seems the MMR increase from duoing I face uh, just isn't conducive to playing with uh, for my playstyle. Uh, it's like if I'm required to work with my partner to take control of the game early in snowball, and if I don't, I'm not taking advantage of the duo factor the game expects me to make. Uh, this makes the game less fun for me since I usually don't have uh, make any flashy plays until after my other laners have been thoroughly fucked by my other players slash rooms uh, who were not expecting my laner to be ganking them multiple times in such a short period of the laning phase, even though I do ping and ping and ping. <laughs> Secondly, I'm getting old uh, and my friends are not interested in the game anymore that or they are too frustrated with new champions and mechanics and end up just dropping the game. I miss my play, uh, I miss them dearly, uh, and I, while I've tried to make new friends, no one my age or anyone who gels with my playstyle seems to enjoy playing with me. I don't know. Any ideas for an old uh, coot like me who likes to only play Teemo and or Zillion to find and make new friends and or duo partners? Uh, or should I just move on to Bingo Night with the Senior Citizen Center downtown? Sorry for the medium-length email. Cheers, Doc. Hey. He never mentions his actual age. It, it yeah. is funny. Doc, what the fuck, Doc? Doc I, I do think that like I'm not I'm not here to shill other podcasts because we have tons of people in our community that like would love to play with you. I think people just like playing with people in general. Um, but I was gonna say that like there are older people that play the game. Like mm-hmm. um, Blake, the host of Lala, uh, he's like a father of three, a full time lawyer. Uh, he still enjoys playing the game. I, I was like, and I was thinking of like uh, Blake when when you were saying this, and then you said that you play Timo Dillion and um, <laughs> Zill. Another host of Lala uh, only plays Timo and Zilli. That's so funny. Uh, not saying that, hey, fuck our podcast and go hang out with them. But like, uh, I just think that there's tons of people like out there that like will still enjoy playing with you and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe the play style won't work for you every single game. So you'll have to mix mm-hmm. it up just a little bit based on game state. Um, but there are a ton of people who love to play the game slowly and don't want to play, you know, flashy mm-hmm. burst mages um that that just one hit everything yeah uh some other thing i mean like we were kind of just saying i mean there are communities and the player base of this game is still large enough that you can absolutely find someone like in an age group and play style that you would enjoy playing with Mm -hmm. um outside of that i mean one thing I, i would 
consider is, you know, maybe to look into teams, ranked flex, you know, clash. If you like playing that like slower methodical gameplay with people, right? Like that that's where you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas solo queue is a lot more I'm gonna one v nine. Um, now you can still play like a, a slower character or you know a control mage or something to go late game. Mm-hmm. It's just you'll have certain games where your bot lane is ten and zero by the time you're level eleven, yeah. or, or they're zero and ten. Right, like you're you're gonna get both sides of it, and in both of those games you're gonna feel like, oh wow, like what I did this game didn't matter. But I mean, that's just kind of the nature of the beast, I guess. Yeah. Also, um, Doc, if you want to like let me know an episode of that that I ranted about Nudar, I'd love to go back and listen to that at some point. That'd be fun, <laughs> I think. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be... And now look at him; he received uh, huge buffs to his R and one of the best items in the game. Yeah, and then he was he was the meta, mm-hmm. and then he got consumed like just nerfed right back into the ground. Yeah, I do right like a debate idea for a section though. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say for for that section, I feel like there was. There were several weeks of shows, if not months, where I feel like Aiden, you would take a really like hot take that I that I mostly agreed with. Yeah. And then Nick would yeah, be yeah. somewhere off in left field that we both hard disagreed mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And so I felt like I was like, okay, this is the format. Nick says something entirely wrong. <laughs> Aiden says something that at its core is true, but he went way too far, yeah. and I'm sitting in here trying to mediate. And then it turns yeah. out I'm right. That was how it was for like a while, though. Like, yeah, you were like the middle yeah. ground always. Yeah, but yeah definitely. That's uh, <laughs> fun. It was it was a lot of fun though, because I I would just always shit on Nick in those instances where it's just like whatever Nick says, I'm just gonna assume it's wrong <laughs> and start my analysis yeah. from there, and nothing has changed. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and it's still true. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you again for the email, Doc. Uh, on to the next one from Dippy. Uh, Dippy says, with the teleport changes making it so you can't teleport to anything but a turret before 14 minutes, I'm taking something else mid lane, and it doesn't feel worth it to me. My first choice has been Ghost, gives me the ability to meet my jungler uh, in their time of need, or helps me catch out bot lane. It's working so far, but is there another direction I should be looking? My main champions are Vigar and Lux, but I do like a lot of other mages too. Any advice for the rest of the community regarding replacing Teleport? Uh, from Dippy, and he says, P.S. I forgot to mention that while I can't cover the same distance in the late game with Ghost as I could with Teleport, the teamfight move speed can be huge, and I don't think most summoner spells scale the same as those two. I mean, get really Mid's good a weird at using thing. ultimate spellbook. Mid's so weird for That's... the teleport changes. I've only been thinking about it from top, but yeah, mid is really weird. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I would say, one of the first things to consider is just still take teleport. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it they they significantly changed it and stopped a lot of the plays you might want to make with it, but. I think most players in the first 10 minutes of the game, maybe maybe let's say eight, weren't using teleport to go somewhere else anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, what's the cooldown of teleport like early? It's, it's seven like, minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. So if you, you mm-hmm. have to use it, what, one time 
before seven minutes for it to be like a nerf assuming your first tp is always to lane which i i feel like is not a big uh you know terrible assumption to make it's just that's not all it's just a like a really good band-aid fix i'll say for like competitive teleport where okay we we save it and then we just teleport bot lane every single time on cooldown Mm -hmm. yeah like it stops that and it I think the the really frustrating thing is for players like Aiden who will make the decision to teleport out of their lane at like level two to join a bot lane fight, right? Like you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's a play I think you should be able to make and be rewarded for. Um, and I don't think it's quite as problematic in solo queue as we yeah. you know. It as the as like the you know the jungler comes bottom top and mid lane teleport to the wave and you get five man dove at eight minutes mm-hmm. like that feels like absolute shit. Yeah, realistically, it, it probably uh, should just be you can't teleport to wards for the first fourteen minutes because I think wards are the really problematic mm-hmm. ones. I don't I don't necessarily think teleporting to minions is that bad. No, um, just because early games minions tend to be you know visible, so it's it's not like you're getting a sneaky flank TP. Um, but it yeah. still kind of preserves that like early team fight aspect that it's kind of associated mm-hmm. or, with. Yeah, I think only minions would be a good way to do it. Maybe even um, only canon I think minions. That that, like, I, yeah, that'd also be fine. Yeah. Um, I, I think one thing that was brought up when they first kind of pitched that change was that now you can't like teleport onto a wave to freeze or, or like force a push. Yeah. Which, you know, for people who do manage waves, that that matters. Not that, you know, a, a lot of players don't actually mm-hmm. actively do that. If so you don't mind me jumping on that. For as much people as people want to complain about it, it's like, man, I can't freeze the wave with teleport anymore. It's like, you never did. Yeah. You've never frozen a wave in your entire life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I, I definitely think this change affects my playstyle the most out of, like, anyone I know. Yeah. Um, just because I pretty con- consistently, like, will level 2 TV bottom and shit, which is a little cheesy. But, um like there are yeah. upsides to it like i don't think this is an awful change i think it's a fucking amazing change for pro play but the main thing is like one of the most annoying things in all league of legends for top lane is if you solo kill your lane between like one and four mm-hmm. you don't have enough time to push the wave under their tower to have it like uh reset meaning um you kill them and you get they get to then tp back onto the wave and um have a freeze you can't stay in lane because you're low from the fight. If they have any jungle pressure, you st- you stay and you die. Meaning you have to back and then burn your TP and try to push the wave at full HP, or you walk back to lane. They have a perma freeze and you hope they break it. Like this is this will solve that uh-huh. as an issue. The fact that you can k- solo kill your lane and be on the losing end of it is so crazy to me. Yeah, and this solves that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of ways that could be gone about. I like the only you know minions or towers or potentially only cannon minions or towers mm-hmm. i think you know there's a world where you could let them teleport towards but maybe the channel increases yep. you know it, it, it's double the channel time if you want to go to a ward or maybe the cooldown is longer if you go to a ward as opposed to a tower like yeah i'd be fine if it was like three seconds of... longer or something like that that'd be sick mm-hmm. yeah right where it's like okay yeah you can you can get your flank ward tp but like you need to really set that play up because you're going to spend eight seconds teleporting yeah. to it. Um, or maybe it's like, okay, the cooldown is like two minutes longer mm-hmm. if you teleport to something other than a tower in the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think those are better so changes like, overall, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, lots of ways you you could do it, but um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Able. So, yeah, and I, I was just trying to see because I mean he was asking about the mid lane primarily. Yeah, I, I think you should take which, it mid. I feel like the most most of the yeah. time when you use it mid, when you take it mid, is because you're playing a control mate and you use it to like come back and like eat waves, um, which doesn't change it yeah, at all was, for you was, at all. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you're a mid laner, your first two teleports were probably going to be to mid tower anyway. I mean, you, you can't go to the minion to save a wave mm-hmm. anymore. But like, just go back to mid, continue playing as you did. If you're playing the Vigar, the Lux, or any other like scaling or control mages, yeah, just yeah. teleport back to, to wave and farm up and get strong. <laughs> like, not a, not a huge deal. Nice. Uh, thank you, Dippy. Uh, next email is from Jay Picante. Uh, Runeterra's new hit TV show, The Frell Yords. Did you upload the question like before I the episode? I sent it this uh, one like earlier today. Yeah, but he, oh, he said okay. Email, yeah. Interesting. Wow. The, the very first, first response. Four-person roundtable answer uh, for this week. Um, <laughs> the Frell Yords, a friend-style sit shitcom <laughs> sitcom ash sadwani and lissandra live in an apartment in new york city across the hall from olaf trinamir and gragas the boys receive regular noise complaints but the superintendent is too afraid of trinamir and olaf to evict them gragas can often be found passed out on the girls' couch after failing to get them to try his new homebrew ipas and being forced to finish the keg himself the building is infested with poros and while annoying the tenants all prefer them to the rats that the poros chased off not to mention the large mustachioed man with the shield that lives in the building is especially fond of them. And despite his usually usual joy, uh, jolly demeanor, sorry, his size is rather intimidating and no one would dare have the poros exterminated out of fear of angering him. Jay Picante. Aww. That's a good really email. good, uh, that's a really good pitch. That sounds wow. like a fine show. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Jeez. Nice. Thanks Jay. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, upstaging all of us on Definitely. our own show. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up, bro. Uh, next and final email is from the TF2 janitor. Hey guys, it's me, the dev team for Team Fortress 2, which, as a janitor by trade, was not what I was expecting when I applied at Valve. As a whole dev team on a janitorial salary, Riot has decided to replace their dev team with me. If you can wow. believe it, I'm even getting a raise to $13 an hour, nearly a 50% increase. I know what you might be thinking. He's not even a dev. How is he going to continue to make League a good game? I deny your premise. League is shit. I couldn't possibly make it any worse. (laughs) As you're probably curious, one of my first actions as the entire dev team is to nerf Master Yi, Viego, Brand, and Annie, as well as a few other champions. I'm also going to buff Tom Kench in preparation of my next character, Tim Kench. <laughs> I'm also going to just remove CC because I don't like it. <laughs> and I've changed my mind about Viego because I just played my first ARAM with him and love it. So he's actually getting a lot of buffs. I'm also going to make Mundo pull Hell his axes yeah. out if he attacks them. And add a giraffe character named Jeff. And for my qualifications, of course, I've been the entire dev team for TF2 for going on four years. I've done countless localization updates, so I'm pretty good at my job. I also do a mean lemon pledge shine. I've also played at least 10 ARAM games, so I'm pretty sure I understand the game. Also expect hats in game soon. From my experience, that's a big money maker. <laughs> Sincerely, the TF2 gen. You know, I haven't heard anything yes. bad, sorry, about... <laughs> TF2 patches in the past couple of years, so I must be doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. 
P.S. Tencent read my email before I sent it, and I just got an email from Riot canceling my new contract. So yeah, none of this is happening. Sorry about the, this uh, long and in the end pointless email. I do oh. think this email is fucking perfectly written though. Like mm-hmm. it even encapsulates like the olden days of. Um, do you remember that patch like years ago where they just randomly nerf Fallout Bear? Yes. And it's like it's like he wasn't OP in any ELO at all. It's just it just very much feels like someone on the dev team played against Fallout Bear and went, mm-hmm. Mm-mm, "Don't like this one." Nope. Fuck um, this. And this fucking quote about uh, changed my mind about Viego like two sentences after said he's gonna nerf him is so, <laughs> so funny. funny. It, it, yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. This is really really well written. I I I think I just misread the first couple sentences because I was very confused. But um, <laughs> if if that doesn't feel like league dev team sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. Sometimes. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you're right, man. We we need more janitors on the dev team drafts. to clean up the shit. Because mm-hmm. it's not about developing a good game. It's just cleaning up the shit yeah. that gets stuck and, and left around. <laughs> I uh, agree. Well, thank you. Um, who who sent that one in? Oh, TF2, TF2 janitor. janitor. TF2 yeah, janitor. thank you. I was looking for a name at the bottom, but it was uh, above the PS like it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Thanks for the email. And if you'd like to email us, you can mail us at Lee mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch at blue basket and at leadcast frost. Uh, tweet at us at leadcast on Facebook. We are leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. That's where it's bumping most of the time. Uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas.